Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Friday, December 8th, 2023, and this is edition number three of season nine as we are continuing our, our journey uh, through the book of Deuteronomy. We're in the very early stages of the book. Today we're going to take up uh, chapter number three as we continue looking at Moses's uh, his retelling of the events and the history of the people of Israel to the second generation of those that came out of uh, Egypt. And um, so we'll consider, uh, uh, as I said, we'll consider chapter three uh, today. Let's pray together first. Father, as we now turn our attention to this, your word, we ask that you would give us the grace and the understanding that we would know the things that you have for us here in this chapter. Well, we again uh, confess and admit to you that we will not deal with every pedantic detail in this chapter. We ask that you would help us see the important truths uh, that it might guide us in our Christian walk. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, I'm going to just uh, very quickly work through chapter 3. I want to spend most of my time uh, in this devotional on the final words of the chapter, beginning in verse 23 all the way down through verse 29. I'm going to read those in a moment, but let me just give you a snapshot overview of uh, everything that precedes that uh, precedes verse 23 of chapter 3. As we left chapter 2, we noted that there was the defeat of king, uh, the king of Sion, but now chapter 3 opens with the defeat of the king of Og. Now you might uh, wonder why uh, Moses is... is um, focused on these uh, these conquests and of course one of the main reasons is is to is to give encouragement to the people the second generation of the people of Israel that God will fight for them God does fight for them and he has proven that in their past and as they are about to cross the Jordan River of course they're going to need that comfort that will come as they face numerous uh, enemies and they face various battles the, ver the events of um, verses 12 through 17, as uh, one commentator puts it, he notes that this is the distribution of the Transjordan land. Now, what happens here then, therefore, after these two defeats of the king of Sion and the king of Og, is that eventually, once the, the promised land is settled, the Transjordan tribes, the two and a half tribes of Israel, will settle on this side of the Jordan, the, the side that has not yet been transversed, that is to say, the side opposite the promised land. And so that summarizes in part at least um, the events concluding chapter 2 and leading to chapter 3. What I want to spend the rest of our time today looking at is this section beginning with verse 23. I'm just going to read verses 23 through 29 of chapter 3. And I pleaded with the Lord at that time, saying, O Lord God, you have only begun to show your servant your greatness and your mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do such works and mighty acts as yours? Please let me go over and see the good land beyond the Jordan, that good hill country, and Lebanon. But the Lord was angry with me because of you and would not listen to me. And the Lord said to me, Enough from you. Do not speak to me of this matter again. Go up to the top of Pisgah and lift up your eyes westward and northward and southward and eastward and look at, look at it with your eyes for you shall not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua and encourage and strengthen him for he shall go over 
the, uh, go over at the head of this people, and he shall put them in possession of the land that you shall see. So we remained in the valley opposite Beth Peor. Now, uh, what is happening here is Moses is retelling the events that occurred uh, to him as a result of the fact that he had disobeyed the Lord and, and uh, in the second event of water from the rock, he was instructed to speak to it. And instead of speaking to it, because, he, because of his anger, uh, he disobeyed the Lord and he struck the rock out of anger. Water came forth because God was still kind to his people. Uh, however, Moses was severely disciplined for this event. What's interesting in this section is that Moses doesn't spend a lot of time talking about the specifics of that event. And what is noted by one commentator especially is that, um, is that this was really designed here as a means to encourage the people to follow Joshua who will take the reins from Moses once he dies. Uh, it was also designed to encourage the new leader of Israel in the great task of leading uh, God's uh, people. And so we note that there in verse 28, but charge Joshua and encourage and strengthen him, for he shall go over at the head of the people, and he shall put them in possession of the land that you shall uh, see. And so we have, of course, an early recognition that Joshua will take the reins, and lead the people of Israel across into the promised land. And there, as, um, as a capable general, he will lead them into many battles and settle the land of promise. And of course, we too um, have a Joshua. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. He goes before us. He leads and guides us. And he's the one who's directing us. He is the one who's doing battle for us. And he guides and helps us in the various battles that we experience in our pilgrimage to our heavenly rest. The Lord fights for uh, his people, as we noted that from the battles that Moses retells from chapter 2 and into chapter 3. And we see this here as he mentions Joshua, who will go and lead the people. The other thing that's important to note here is how Moses instructs or exhorts the people to encourage and strengthen him, that is to say, Joshua. Uh, many of you, of course, have pastors, you have elders in the church, you have people in your lives that stand in authority over you. And while, whether you know it or not, whether you understand it or not, they, from time to time, they need to be encouraged in the work that they are doing. When we're speaking specifically of pastors and elders in the church, and I recognize that I am a pastor, and I'm not saying this to be self-serving by any means, I am simply speaking to wherever you may be in whatever church you may be laboring. But your pastor, if he is faithful to his calling, is laboring day unto day for you. He is, as it were, fighting the forces of evil for you. He mediates for you in the sense that he prays for you every single day. He does battle against the forces of darkness on behalf of your soul. When he's preaching the word of God, he's doing the very same thing. He is engaged in, in, in spiritual warfare for your soul. And it is important, of course, to encourage your pastors and elders from time to time. They do a thankless job often. Now, I am thankful for the congregation that I pastor here at Providence. They have been very kind to my wife and me um, in the three years plus that I have been here. I can't thank them enough for the way in which they have been so encouraging. And it does help in the times of struggle and battle. They're, your pastor and elders are 
they, they go through things that you will probably never know and wrestle with things that you will never, ever be aware. And so pray for them and encourage them as they seek to guide and lead you. They are fighting for your soul. They, their desire is to see you reach your heavenly rest, the new heavens and the new earth. That is what they want more than anything else. And so let me encourage you to pray for your pastors, pray for your elders, pray for those men who are charged with the spiritual responsibility of the, of the souls of men. Moses does this here. He doesn't focus on himself, but he encourages the people to encourage Joshua, who will take the reins uh, from this great man, Moses, and lead them to their heavenly rest. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until uh, the Monday edition, when we look at Deuteronomy chapter 4, may the Lord help you today. May you walk according to his will and his word. God bless.